Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks with Pam and Renee. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with Tam and Renee. I am Renee, and she is Tam. I don't know if I should say, hey, or it's our 104 episodes, so they already know, hopefully, <laughs> that you're Tam. Well, no, I'm Tam. You're Renee. <laughs> that is correct. But technically, yes. for a new listener, they may not have known that. So you are correct. You are Renee, and I am Tam. Hey, party people in the house. What it do, boo? Oh, my goodness. All that good stuff. What a crazy weekend that I had this past weekend. Okay, well, tell us about your weekend so we can get into some NASCAR talk. Okay. But I do want to ask you, wait, were you rooting for the Dodgers? Because I know that you are a diehard Astro fan, but you do live in the city of Los Angeles. Who were you rooting for? That was such a tough thing for me to try to figure out who the heck I was rooting for. The only reason why I would have even thought about rooting for the Red Sox was because of Alex Cora, who was on our coaching staff last year and won a World Series champion with us last year. But then again, I was just like, well, I can't root for the Red Sox because I live in Los Angeles and I should be rooting for the Dodgers. I should root for the hometown. But the thing that upset me about the Dodgers was I had all these Dodger fans that I was running into and they're like, you know, we want to see the Astros in the in the World Series and we want revenge and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I'm down with that. So then I go to this bar that I normally watch the games at, Tam. And it's a me and a, a bunch of Astros fans that live here in LA now. And we're all rooting for the Astros there. And these Dodger fans are in there. And they're rooting for the Red Sox. And I'm going, <laughs> what the hell? How do you want revenge if you're rooting for the Red Sox? That don't make no sense. So that, meant, <laughs> that really threw me for a loop. And it kind of pissed me off, to be honest with you. So I was like, man, forget this. I watched two games out of that whole World Series, and that's all I needed to watch because I knew the Dodgers had no chance, only because the fact that I just thought that the American League teams were just way better than the National League teams with the pitching and the hitting that the American League had. It just, I mean, I just didn't see the Dodgers or anybody in the National League meet any of those standards of, of American League baseball teams. Maybe even if the Astros made it by whatever. I still think the Astros would have won, but I think it would have been a lot tougher than what the Red Sox did to them. Oh, I, I mean, wow. With that set aside, it was hard for me to root for either one of those teams. Okay, well, here's a question for you. Did you watch the 100-inning game? Because you said you only watched two games. So which two games was it? The last two. <laughs> that was the third and fourth game. So you didn't watch yeah, the long game that went out. Yeah, well, okay. Well, actually, I take that back. That was the one that I was watching, but it was too long, and I had a show that night, and I couldn't watch it. So after the fact that they kept going into extra innings, we just like, well, well let's, we got to start the show. So we started the show, and the, the next thing I know, it was still on, and I'm going, oh, my God. I go, oh, screw this. I'm, I'm going home and going to bed. Because believe it or not, this past weekend, I got booked for a commercial about three weeks ago, and I don't even know if I told you about that, Tim. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Well, we'll and, be seeing uh, we you filmed. on our boob tube on a McDonald's commercial, a beer commercial. What kind of commercial? It is a um, clothing company commercial. Uh, it's for a clothing company called M. Taylor. 
it's for bigger and taller men, and that's weird because I'm not big and I'm not tall. Yeah, you should see my face right now. I'm like puzzled. Yes, exactly. I'm sure all of our listeners here are probably scratching their head. They're like, uh, I think I know what Renee looks like, and he don't look anything like tall and big. And I'm not. I am the offset guy that I am the small, short, skinny boss that is walking around through the office, and I happen to see the character that I'm talking to and about is a bear, actually. He's portraying a bigger and taller guy, but the actual character, it's a talking bear. Not a real bear, but a mechanical bear. And it's so funny. It is so awesome. I can't wait for you guys to see it. We just filmed this past weekend on Saturday and Sunday, and um, it probably won't be ready till right about almost the end of the year. So it's going to take a minute, a couple of months to get it together. But uh, once it comes out, It'll be a year buyout on TV and uh, internet. So you'll be able to see it both on TV and the internet. Oh, well, congratulations. Thank you. Well, I guess the people want to hear some NASCAR talk. I'm assuming your weekend was consumed by baseball and commercials. So I don't know. Do anyone? Hey, I never really have any real plans over the weekend. And this weekend wasn't that different. I don't recall doing much. I did celebrate a birthday. I don't know if anybody cares, but I had a birthday. Right on. So, yay. And a happy belated birthday to you, Tam. Well, thank you very much. Tam, let me say this. I know people get nervous when they get in their 30s, but don't you worry. Your 30s are going to be fantastic. (laughs) I know. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. There you go. Let's jump into some NASCAR talk. We were at Martinsville, and I can't say that it was a thriller because I didn't watch all the race. I watched, I guess, probably the first 200 laps, and then I listened to the next 100 laps while I was in the car driving to Dana Point because I went to Dana Point. If you guys don't know, it is a beach in Orange County. I'm sure you guys all know Laguna Beach, the TV show. So Dana Point is the next beach after Laguna Beach. And it is before San Diego. Well, that's funny. Laguna Beach, Laguna Juan, there must be some kind of uh, thing there. I don't know. (laughs) What did you call it? Laguna Juan? (laughs) I said you went to Laguna Beach and Laguna Juan. Oh, okay. (laughs) It was bound to happen. (laughs) Yeah. What a coincidence. Of course, I was on Twitter, on the Twitter, and I started to see all the people talking. I was like, well, what the hell did Joy do? Then I had to wait till somebody post a video, and I was like, oh, Joy was doing a Joy. Because, you know, (laughs) this is not a new thing. Joy always does a Joy, he always does something. So when I watched the video, I have mixed feelings. I don't know if we should even talk about it now or wait. In fact, before we even get into it, let's just do our our recap, which we do every week. Yeah, let's do it. So instead of reading the top 10, I'm just going to give you guys the eight playoff drivers and the positions that they finished at in Martinsville. Joey won, and we'll talk about how he won in a bit. Martin Truex Jr. came in third. Kyle Busch, fourth. Kurt Busch, sixth. Chase Elliott, 7th, Harvick, as in Kevin Harvick, 10th, Eric Amarola, 11th, and I was going to say Bill Clinton. I don't know why I was going to say Bill Clinton. Clint Boyer, I just saw Clint on my thing. So Clint Boyer came in 21st. Just to round off the top 10, 
Denny Hamlin came in second. He almost got away with the win. Brad Keselowski, who was or in the playoffs, who is a playoff driver, he just didn't make it to the round of eight. He came in fifth, Ryan Newman eighth, and Daniel Suarez ninth. If you guys were following along, first I read off the list of eight playoff drivers. So the drivers that are in the round of eight, I read off their positions at the end of Martinsville. And then I just kind of read off four other drivers who came in the top 10. Technically, if you wanted me to do it in order, it was Joy Logano first, Denny Hamlin second, Martin Truex Jr. third, Kyle Bush fourth, Brad Kozlowski fifth, Kurt Bush sixth, Chase Elliott seventh, Ryan Newman eighth. Wait, was that Ryan Newman or Ryan Blaney? Um, I haven't done that in a long time. I always just write down Ryan. So <laughs> I always just write down Ryan. I always just write down Kyle as well. But in this particular case, I knew it was Kyle Bush and not Kyle Larson. One of the Ryans came in eighth and Daniel Suarez ninth and Kevin Harvick tenth. So that is your top ten. And playoff standing, since we are on this whole list thing, if the playoffs started today, Joey Logano is in because he won. Kyle Busch is in because he has enough points. Martin Truex Jr. is in and Kevin Harvick is out. The four drivers that are on the bubble of being out would be Kurt Busch, Chase Elliott, Clint Boyer, and Eric Amarola. Let's get into some conversation about your boy Joey and your boy Martin Truex Jr. So before you tell me your thoughts, I'm going to tell you my thoughts. Joy okay, was doing a Joy because Joy always doing something. And Martin Truex Jr. is mad. Should he be mad? Yep. But hey, it's called bump and run. And it is the playoffs. And you got to do what you got to do to win. Yeah, I think he may retaliate. He said he was going <laughs> that Joy wasn't going to win the championship. So we'll see. But if you want to know my thoughts, there it is. I think that Joy always is doing something, but it's the playoffs. You got to do what you got to do. And Joy did what he had to do. Did that make sense? Yeah, no, that totally makes sense, Tim. I have to uh, completely agree. I think Joey doing a Joey is, in this particular case, I'll disagree with that only because I don't think it was a Joy just doing a Joey. I think Joey just needed to do exactly what he needed to do. But I think if this would have just been a normal race during the season, then I would have said, yeah, that's Joey doing a Joey. This was just Joey being a NASCAR driver in the heat of the moment, and he was desperate to get a win. I don't know if maybe desperate is a word that I should use, but in that circumstance, him and Truex both want that win. They both want to be the first to come across the line with the checkered flag win and running their cars right over to victory lane. So with that being said, Joey just basically did, I think, what he just needed to do. Now, I was listening to his post-race conversation that he had uh, with the panel. And normally, I don't like some of the things that Joey will say after he pulls things like this. But in this particular instance, I had to agree with everything he said. And he said one thing that I thought was very important. He's like, you know, I mean, this is what the people want. This is what people come to the NASCAR races for is to see drama unfold and to see this kind of stuff, you know, happen. Now, if it's a driver that, that you like and he gets spun out or he gets wrecked, well, of course, you're not going to like it. He goes, but on the flip side of that, if it's your driver that actually did it, but he still won, you're going to have a biased opinion about that as well. So and he's right, Tim, when it's all said and done, I don't have a problem with what he did. I think he did what he had to do. 
Now, with Martin Truex saying he's going to retaliate, I'm all in agreement that he will. But should he? I don't think he should. I think he just lost fair and square. And Joey did nothing different than Martin Truex would have done if he was behind Joey. I agree and I disagree. So this is one of those things we're going to have to agree to disagree on. Because (laughs) it was a joy doing a joy. But like I said, hey, in this instance, I don't even know if I should call it a joy. Because in this instance, if it was somebody else, they would have did the same. Yeah. You know what makes it stand out more is the fact that it was Joey Logano. He's known to be to do this kind of stuff before. So that's why it looks so bad on him. And I think that's why it looks the way it does to just regular fans of NASCAR, because they're known to know Joey to be doing stuff like this. Well, here's the thing. I know Del Jr. had, everybody has something to say. Del Jr. has something to say, as well as Roger Penske. Of course, Roger, that's his driver. So his thoughts are going to be totally different. But it was interesting hearing Dale's take. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. The great thing I love about Dale at this point right now is that he is in a position now where he can really kind of be colorful and kind of have more of an opinion about the race itself without having to be biased because he's on a specific team, even though, you know, he still has a good relationship with his old teammates. But in this particular instance, I love the fact that he can give a really good, honest opinion about it. And Dale had a good take on it, saying that, Basically, just almost what I said in the sense of just he thought Joey did what he had to do in this particular race to get the win. And maybe if you're rooting for your driver, who is Martin Truex Jr., you're going to be very upset. But at the same time, if Martin Truex is and the roles are reversed, you're not going to have a problem with it. And he's right. I think also Dale made some good points in saying as far as Roger Penske is concerned, and this was right towards the end of them talking about it. He said, you know, Roger was saying that Martin Truex Jr. should be ashamed of himself for thinking that Joey wrecked him on purpose and saying all these other things about revenge or whatever. And Dale Jr. said Roger Penske was the first one who several years ago said he would never hire a driver that would wreck or purposely wreck another driver just to win a race. So Dale remembers that, you know, (laughs) and he brought up that point. But this is just all what I think the sport needed at this point, regardless of what the circumstance was. I think this was good for NASCAR because I guarantee you what, and it's just like Dale Jr. said, he goes, you know what, whether you liked it or not, I guarantee you, you're going to buy tickets to come see the race next weekend, or you're going to tune into the TV set and see what happens next weekend. Because you're going to want to know, is Martin Truex going to retaliate? Is he not? Or what other kind of drama is going to unfold? Well, drama is always good for any sport. Let's go back to last week or week before last, or maybe it was last week when it was the drama with the Lakers and Houston Rockets. With Oh, yeah. That was good for the NBA. Regardless yes, it if it was bad, it was good. Now, I'd never condone spitting in another man's face. The guy said he didn't spit. Looked like he spit to me. Maybe he <laughs> yeah. didn't do it intentionally. But at the end of the day, (laughs) it made for some good television and it gave everybody something to talk about, similar to this Joy Logano and Martin Truex situation. Now, will this conversation continue? That is the question. What we did was we posted a poll on Twitter because, of course, we wanted to know what you guys thought. And 
We simply asked the question, will Martin Truex Jr. retaliate and wreck Joy Logano's chances of capturing a championship? Hashtag NASCAR, hashtag NASCAR playoffs. At this particular time, the voting is still open. So if you want to vote, head to our Twitter account. It is at turns, no breaks on the Twitter. That is our user. And if you want to check us out on Instagram and Facebook, that is also our username. But 42% of you who voted says yes, no doubt. 30% said he doesn't have it in him. And 28% said nope. Now, Renee, what would you vote? For would you say yes, no doubt, nope, or he doesn't have it in him to retaliate? Well, there's an interesting thing about that, and I'll give you my answer real quick before I even get into this next point about that specific statement and about the questions itself. But if I were just any normal casual fan, I would think right now it would be a no doubt, it wouldn't be a no brainer that Martin Tricks Jr. would retaliate now. The other point that Dale Jr. brought up was about Martin Truex Jr. and his personality on the track. You know, he said Truex has all the ingredients there to be that guy that is a no-nonsense guy. And you wreck me, watch out next week because the next time we're on the track, you're going to get it. And he said that that's just not the makeup of Martin Truex Jr. Martin Truex Jr. is too nice of a guy. And it's weird because Dale Jr. said that it's so crazy how he's got all the makeup of being this kind of intimidator kind of sort of on the track, but he's almost the complete opposite. He's really nice. They're like, who is this guy? Like, he's so nice. And what's funny is Dale Jr. said that he was the same way. He said, there's a lot of times where I look back at my career and I'm mad at myself that I wasn't more aggressive. Why wasn't I more aggressive at this race? Why did I allow that to happen? And why didn't I retaliate or... Why didn't I get back at that person? And he said, you know, I look back at my career and I, and I get upset because there's probably some races that I could have won had I been different and not the nice guy. And he said that the same thing is uh, with Truex. So whether he retaliates or not, he said, even if he doesn't retaliate, it wouldn't even surprise him. I think he just doesn't have it in him to be a bad guy. But, yeah, you know, hey, Denny Hamlin woke up a sleeping giant with Chase Elliott last year. Or was that earlier this year? I don't know. The NASCAR season is almost at the end. I know people yeah, are going to hate what I'm about to say, but I am happy because it has been a long season. But yeah, this may have awakened something in Martin Truex Jr. where he's like, bump that. And you know what word I really want to use, but... I know. <laughs> hey, I don't know. Here's the thing. It was just racing. And if you're in that position, I would encourage you to do the same because he didn't wreck him he just kind of somewhat spent him out you know he still came in third but hey you gotta do what you gotta do what else do we need to talk about what is going on in nascar oh jimmy johnson got a new sponsor that's right he did it was announced that for jimmy's last two years of his contract that he is going to be sponsored by a company called alley and Alley is a financial institution. They do credit cards, bank loans, auto loans, and all that good stuff. I have absolutely no idea who Alley is. I do recall seeing their logo a few times in their color scheme on certain things. But, you know, NASCAR fans are loyal. So maybe you guys they will are. give your money to this bank. But 
I've been banking with Wells Fargo for a thousand years, and we all know about the Wells Fargo scandal. And I also bank with Bank of America, and Bank of America is just the biggest crooks that there are. (laughs) Oh, wait, let me retract that. I didn't say that on record. (laughs) (laughs) Let me not retract that because I do mean that in a sense that their banking fees are extremely high. Yes. Because I have a business account with Bank of America that I've had for over a decade, and well, I guess I can't really say that because my banking fees are waived because as long as I use my debit card, but that's rare because I had another bank account with them for my other business and every month they was charging me $18, which was crazy. Good luck if you guys want to be true NASCAR fans and you want to invest and take out a loan or get a credit card with Ally Bank, check them out. They just give you my money. Now, because I don't know anything about that bank. <laughs> but they sure can get yours and or Jimmy Johnson's money. So uh, exactly. go right out and do it. <laughs> the only other thing that's going on in NASCAR, obviously there's more going on, but just some noteworthy things. Your boy, Mike Helton, he is actually, he was named on the board of managers of the AMA Pro Racing Series. And if you didn't know, well... I don't even know if it's a series, but it's the governing body of American flat track motorcycle racing. Clearly, I don't know anything about motorcycle racing. So I'm going to leave that one at that. (laughs) What else is there left to talk about? Is it time for some predictions? We didn't do our Twitter chat this week, so we're not going to jump into a fan comment of the week. And plus, we've already talked a lot. So I guess we can just jump into some predictions because we're we at, can definitely do that yeah we're at texas motor speedway yes there are three races left yes, texas phoenix and then miami That's i'll be right. in miami miami oh oh miami oh boy i yep, think right well, now i got will smith jiggy with it in my head and that other song, <laughs> I'm in Miami. Uh, 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 wow. You know what I really want to say, but uh, uh, Yeah, uh. <laughs> I, know. I know. I know what you really You want know. To say. Okay. <laughs> so it is time for some predictions. It's time for Tam and Renee's race predictions. Renee, 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 who you got at Texas Motor Speedway? Okay. In my home state. Oh, yeah, that's Renee's home state. The big motor speedway. Yes, ma'am, that is right. Out there in Arlington, Texas. I'm going to say this. I totally wish at this point of the year I would be uh, saying Jimmy Johnson's name, but I'm not going to say Jimmy Johnson's name because it's just irrelevant at this point. Now, (laughs) You called him irrelevant. That's sad. I know. I know that's sad. But listen, what I'm going to retract it with. But if you don't think that Jimmy Johnson (laughs) would come out of the woodwork to come out and just win a race just for the hell of it, don't be surprised because he does very, very well at Texas Motor Speedway. Now, I don't think he's going to do it this weekend. So I am going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to say, don't be surprised if you see Joey Logano come back and win this next race. Barring that Martin Truex Jr. doesn't do anything, Barring that anything doesn't happen purposely to wreck Joey Logano out of this next race, he is going to win Texas Motor Speedway. I don't know what it is, but I think all year long, somebody who's won a race, they carry that mojo into at least the next two or three races. 
and I don't think Joey's going to be any different. I see Joey Logano winning the next race as well. And if I had to pick an alternative pick, well, hell, I'm going to go with the guy who will or will not wreck him. And I'm going to go with Martin Truex Jr. So if it ain't Joey Logano, who is my number one pick, my alternative pick is going to be Martin Truex Jr. in the number 78. Those are my picks, and I'm sticking to it, Tam. Well, those are interesting picks because, one, Jimmy Johnson is the king of Texas Motor Speedway. And two, yes, ma'am. Joey Logano very well could pull off another win. And three, if Martin Truex Jr. does not win, he is not going to wreck Jimmy now. I think the way mm-hmm. I envision this playing out and Martin stand true to his quote-unquote threat, because technically that's what it was, I really do believe if Martin Truex Jr. does not make it to Homestead as in being in the Final Four, he is going to wreck Joy. He's going to do a Matt Kenseth. Why wouldn't he? But again, that's only contingent on if he doesn't make it to the Final Four. Now, I'm a little sad because with Joy winning, I was hoping somehow that we would see all four of the Stuart Haas drivers racing for a championship in Miami. But clearly at this <laughs> oh, wow, point, Can you imagine? Yeah, it's not going to happen. In fact, shoot, yeah. at the rate we're going, we may not even get but one driver because Clint and Eric are at the bottom in seventh and eighth place and Kurt is in fifth. And that's if the playoffs started today. I'm not going to give you guys a history lesson in regards to the past 10 winners at Texas, but I will give you guys some notables. Jimmy Johnson is a seven-time winner at Texas Motor Speedway. Kyle Busch is a three-time winner, and Matt Kenseth... Wait, is Matt still racing? I don't believe he is. I'm so confused. Okay, I have a confession to make. Maybe it's my self-conscious, but I still see the number 20 car, and instead of... I know it's Eric Jones, but I still think Matt Kenseth. But I still get the 12 and the 21. Yeah, Yeah, I'm still a little bit turned around with the 12 and the 21, (laughs) too, because I'll see the car and think it's... You and a lot of other NASCAR fans uh, probably have that same confession, Tam, so don't worry. Yeah, I mean, I know it's, I say, oh, Ryan Blaney, but then I'm like, no, I'm just so confused. Matt Kenseth, don't leave. But I I guess it's time. He's aged out the game. The last man standing, because I think once now, Kurt Busch is the oldest in terms of number of races. He's the only active driver or the oldest active driver when it comes to track time. I hope that makes sense. Okay. Other drivers, and actually these are playoff drivers. So Kyle Busch, Jimmy Johnson, and Matt Kenseth are the only active drivers that have multiple wins at Texas. Now, in terms of playoff drivers, Kurt Busch, Joey Logano, and Kevin Harvick all have snagged a win at Texas Motor Speedway. Who do I think will win? I may have to go with you with this Joey, but I'm feeling like, you know what? Kevin Harvick has been quiet. I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick for the win and Kurt Busch as my alternative. (laughs) Well, I want to go for Clint because it would just make my day if Clint made it to the final four, but (laughs) it ain't really looking good. And I use the word ain't. You guys never really hear me use incorrect English. I may not pronounce a couple of words correctly, but I usually use the English language. But I'm going to say ain't when it comes to Clint Boyer because I don't (laughs) think it's going to (laughs) happen. But yeah, so those are my picks, Renee. Let's see what happens at Texas Motor Speedway. 
Ooh, that Ron. Well, do you like that, see. huh? I do. I do. And uh, if you got your picks, ladies and gentlemen, well, you know what? Send them on over. We'd like to know who you'd like to see who would going to come and win the checkered flag this weekend at Texas Motor Speedway. Well, I do have to say thanks so much for listening each and every week. We certainly do appreciate that. Please, guys, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. That way you never miss an episode of All Turns, No Breaks, guys. Please look us up. You can find our podcasts on Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please hit us up on our social media across the board. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. For Tam and myself, thanks for joining us. And we look forward to talking NASCAR each and every week, especially next week. See ya. Bye-bye. Yo. Thanks so much for tuning in with Tam and Renee. 